When it's time to get a divorce, women got it made. They go to court, start talking that shit. Your Honor, I'm used to this, I'm used to that, I'm accustomed to this. Yo, what the f is a custom? What that got to do with shit? Hey, you got a restaurant, you're accustomed to eating. You leave, you ain't eating no more. They don't owe you a steak. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-hosts, Buff and Rizy. Fellas, tell them what's on your mind. Man, I just want to say, uh, <laughs> I didn't plan on saying this, but as you guys know, we, we talked for a good 45 minutes before recording. I love y'all too, man. Y'all two are some inspirational Negroes, man. And I'll just... I'll just leave it at that. Uh, we'll leave that conversation to ourselves. But it, you guys that's listening, we've been talking some good stuff, man, on the financial tip. So I appreciate Rizy and Ferg on that. But I just want to just say real quick, last week I watched uh, the MTV VMAs. Well, some of it, at least. And for once, I didn't feel old because the last few years when I watched an award show, I'm like, who is that? Who, who is this? Like, I actually knew the performers, man. I was like, oh, that's the baby. Oh, that's a Doja Cat. That's Smiley. So like I knew people, so it was just nice to not feel old for a change, man. But that's that's all I got. <laughs> that that's because music has gotten good again. That's really what it is. It's like the mobile rappers have kind of shaken out, and now they've gotten back to where they're getting real artists back again. And I I appreciate that. I appreciate that for the music industry. Thank you, thank you, thank you <laughs> for for bringing back like real artists again. <laughs> Make rap understandable again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> What's, it's gotten a little better. What you? So I, I, I'll throw in there. Have you guys watched The Boys yet? I haven't. You haven't, nah. man. Did you watch season one? Hmm. No, nah, okay. I'm not on it yet. I just learned. Yeah, I, need I to just go. learned about the show. Actually, it's it's an Amazon Prime show, right? Yeah, it's yeah. an Amazon Prime show. It's a it's a spoof of superhero life, and it's more realistic. So when you think about like superheroes, um, you know, always having that persona on and all of that. Um, what they did is they show you behind the scenes where like when the cameras go off and how the superhero really is and how they talk to each other and how team ups really work and how they really don't want to be there. But you know, Hey, this is what sells and this is what gets me my funding. And this is what this, and so it's a corporate entity behind it all. And so then they have like media sales and like PR people and all that. So it, it's, it's good. It's not like a, a traditional superhero show. I'm sold. Um, I'm sold. I'm going to check it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's cool. Because I think I've seen the previews for it, but I think I got that confused with the Umbrella Academy. I thought it was just like a weird spinoff spoof of superheroes. And when I saw Umbrella Academy, I'm like, oh, I guess this was what I was seeing. But sounds pretty good, man. I might have to check it out. I'm catching up on stuff, so. Yeah, so that, that man, that got me through. They've only dropped three episodes for season two, uh, and they dropped it early. It was supposed to come out at the, uh, towards the end of this uh, month. 
but they dropped those episodes. And I think they're going to drop one every Friday. So if you want to slow play season two so you can binge it, cool. But go back and watch season one and you'll be hooked. It, it's really good. Um, and then my other show that just dropped that I just got on was Lovecraft Country. Have you guys had a chance to take a look at that? Yep. So that is like super sci-fi. Uh, it's 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 weird. It's quirky. It's it's me in a nutshell. So, you know, I'm loving it. Um but yeah, it's it's good, man. I mean, just the, the, Have you seen the it black yet, history references. Like Buff is over there shaking his head, yeah, no, yeah, like no, it's, but, I, it's a no for me on that one. Yeah. Have you, you even you, seen it? No. You don't do sci-fi horror or what is it? I, I just um I think the, pre- the the previews I saw and just hearing about it, it doesn't sound like but I mean I'll I'll I'll, watch, I'll, I'll listen watch to you episode. talk about it and maybe I'll get sold on it. So, watch one episode. Just one. Okay. Yeah. Just watch yeah. the first episode because it, it will give you. A, you will have a lot of uh, what the f- moments on there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it goes, it goes left into the sci-fi world, but it does deal with being black and the yeah, the history part of, of it. Yeah, like dealing with racism, coming out of Jim Crow, going back to Chicago. It has Emmett Till in it as a young kid in Chicago. So oh, okay. it's just like I'm, they 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 take correct. these historical references. And yeah. then they build a a, a a sci-fi story around it, but they still yeah. have every historical so, reference. So there. is this similar to The Watchmen? You know how that started off with the Tulsa riots and stuff. The series uh, a little bit, but it's like more sci-fi <laughs> oh, than gotcha. The Watch. Almost well, actually, yeah, really? like The Watchmen yeah. show because it was yeah, kind of sci-fi-ish. Yeah. Too, so, so imagine The so. Watchmen then fast forward to today, and they just stay. So you're still you're still looking at the 1950s and stuff like that. And you're looking at, um, cause they talk about sundown towns and stuff like that. Wow. Uh, and what is it? The green book, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Like a reference. Like the dude, the, the, one of the guys in it is the publisher of the green book. And so like one episode he's going and he's like, Hey, let's stop in this town because I want to see, you know, can we eat in this restaurant? And they have like a whole 20 minute part where, you know, they get chased out of town because they're black trying to eat in the restaurant. So okay. like, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I need that. Cause I'm caught up on, I finished Cobra Kai, uh, P Valley's last episode airs tonight. So, uh, I need some more shows, so I'm, so, so I'm behind the ball. So, so, so were you done, done right? Well, Byron uh, brought up Cobra Kai, so just tell me, uh, are you I, I, co- I, I, team I, Cobra I, Kai or or team uh, Miyagi? Though, listen, I'm, I'm team Cobra Kai, but I will admit <laughs> both sides are they're great. Like I think you said this last week, neither one of them are all the way good or all, or all the way bad. I'm, I'm Cobra Kai. Well, nice. thank you for. I'm probably on episode seven or eight season one. Uh, so now I know there's a Miyagi though. Thank you, Rising. Yeah, he's he's good for spoiling stuff. But listen, yeah, just- that, that uh <laughs> season finale, you're gonna you definitely gonna like the end of that though. I, I I'm pretty sure I will. Uh, it's, it's been it had me hooked yesterday. I, I kinda binged it yesterday. Uh I was stuck at the house, uh not stuck at the house. I'm actually in Mobile right now. Came to check on the family for the long weekend and somehow end up cooking a, two briskets. And some chicken, so uh, I was stuck at the house because I had to maintain the, the smoker. So got the binge uh, Cobra Kai. Actually, I was going to mention that. So thank you for bringing that up. It's pretty dope so far. What I'm going to talk about is kind of a not even a spinoff. I'm going all the way in the wrong direction. So I've had to kind of travel a little bit lately, and y'all going to shake your head when I say this, but I feel like it's a PSA. But days are greater than wet wipes. 
Every house needs a bidet. Americans are behind. We're, we're behind the ball. Everybody needs a bidet because when I don't, when I go without hours, I just I don't know how everybody else does it. So if you don't know what a bidet is, Google it. You need one. If you don't have one, you nasty. <laughs> Wait a minute. The majority of <laughs> Americans don't have a bidet. We don't have a bidet. Y'all are nasty. I think they, I think they're more uh, typical the, in a home in, in, in Miami. Homes in Miami, quite a few homes in Miami have them. In fact, when I went to the, when I went to, uh, I stayed at the Fountain Blue in Miami. That was my first time ever seeing a bidet, and I didn't know what the hell it was. I was like, piss in it, like what, what is this? But yeah, because uh, like the the true bidet is kind of weird because it's like a separate thing. Yeah, yeah. Toilet, it's so like, 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 yeah. like I got a toilet right here. So what is this? <laughs> that was Egypt. Remember? Yeah, yeah. We were like, wait a minute. Hold on, I don't know about all this. Hey, it, it, it takes some getting used to, but it, it is definitely uh, a lot cleaner. You'll feel better. I know people are gonna come for me at this, and like I'm clean. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, get up a day. You should have brought this up on my snob uh, topic when I said, "What are you a snob?" You're a I didn't snob. think about it, man. I didn't think about I'm a, it. I'm it's a toilet just, snob. Yeah. Where's your bidet? But, <laughs> it's funny because I heard more people talking about it in the last few months, and it made me think about it. And I think what made me realize it is actually was somebody uh, made a post talking about. I haven't forgot all your people, even though things are slowing down. I haven't forgot all the people that bought up all the toilet paper. And I remember once uh, we had the toilet, the great to- toilet paper shortage of 2020. Um, people were looking into bidets, and that's the first time I've actually heard people talking about bidets openly. It's like, man, we've run out. I'm have to buy one of these damn bidets, and now I know a lot of people that have them now. So, welcome to the club. Yeah, because now now they're like seats that's on your yeah. regular toilet, right? So yeah. you don't have to have a separate bidet or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, get a bidet. Go get a bidet, fellas. Mm. Go get a bidet. bidet. So. The good thing is um, we have a bidet, but bidet's not paying us, so um, let's make some money. Time to pay some bills. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're back, three brothers, no sense, and it's time for joke time. People, buckle up. Razia has decided to steal, steal Sophie's thunder this week, so he wants to bring us a joke. So put your laughing hats on, get ready to smile and chuckle. Razia, take it away. You set him up. Yeah, like set I know, him up. Right? He always does that. I mean, that's the problem. Like, I can't really get into it and, like, undersell the joke or anything because you bring it up so high, but... Uh, you know, I, I mean, okay, I, now, make us now not I laugh, don't even man. know. I mean, I was going to tell a joke about in, in Vogue, but um, y'all are probably never going to get it. I hate you. Keep going. Just, 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 <laughs> just start the show, dog. Just start the show. <laughs> you <laughs> The joke was funny. The situation around it was funny. But I'm laughing. I had, to use, I had to use the situation as I could. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, great transition, Rizzi. You know, good use of timing. You know, <laughs> the inflection in your voice was good. You know, like, so 
I'll give you three and a quarter stars. <laughs> oh, I'll man. take it. I'll take it. Judging right. by uh, some of the Yvonne Orgy uh, responses, I mean that that'll give me a um, that'll give me a comedy special. I liked Yvonne Orgy. I, I did too, but there was a lot of people that's like they couldn't even sit through it. So I don't know. Byron, yeah. do you even know which one we talking about? Who we talking about? Yeah, yeah, the uh, insecure chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't watched it yet though. I'm glad you. Yeah, remind, I'm glad good. you reminded me. So yeah, and I, I think for me it's because I, I'm in Houston and I know a lot of Nigerians, and so it if if you're not familiar with their culture, then I can see how it's like. Well, why does she keep talking about Nigeria? I can I can get that part. It's not it's not relatable to everybody if you if you don't get some of the context. So, mm-hmm. but she was hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah. But again, because I, I understand and, and, and know a lot of people from that culture. So yeah, it's the same thing for me. I got it. Yeah. I got all those references. Yeah. I, I get it. And if you've ever been to a Nigerian wedding or any of that stuff, you definitely get it. Mm-hmm. So moving on, trying to figure out how I want to transition into this. So I'm going to spin this question off of something I read on Facebook or a debate I saw on Facebook earlier this week. So uh, Basically, it was the question was, can a single mother teach her son how to be a man? And the the responses varied and stuff like that. And I know we get this a lot. And I'm going to spin it this time because I want to see what you guys think as being fathers then. And maybe your answer will be the same for both. Can a single father teach his daughter how to be a woman? So um, there are limits for both as far as a woman teaching a boy how to be a man or for in our cases, teaching our daughters how to be a woman. What you can do is teach them how to be a respective, responsible person, human being. And that should be a staple for both sexes, male or female. So you can teach them a lot, but there will be certain things that you probably can't relate to or that you can specifically teach them that they will just, if you don't have, if the mom is not in their life or in the case of a woman raising a boy, if the father isn't in their life and you don't have any positive males or positive females for that daughter, that they'll just have to figure out on their own. But you can teach them, I would say, a good 90 to 95 percent of what they need to become a successful adult. And then the other five to 10 percent, they I mean, because you're going to have to figure stuff out on your own anyway and they can figure out. So, you know, I think the overall question in that because I saw that same post is. um, Can you can can a single mom raise a, a, a man or can a single dad raise a woman? Yeah, you can. But there will be specific things that maybe you can't tap into that you can teach them, but they can figure that out. And you can still do your job as a parent and raise a successful uh, woman or man. So I I don't I don't know if I agree even with the there are certain things like what I, I can't teach Sophie how to put a tampon in like other than that. How, what That's what part important. of being a woman 
That's pretty. I important. mean, it's it's important, and and, and yeah, I mean, that's that's one that we both gonna be sitting there reading the the, the tampon box together. Like it says <laughs> that you have to do this, this, and it. Like I mean, but the thing about it is, I don't know of anything that you quote unquote. I have to teach her how to be a woman. Like you said, I'm teaching her how to be an adult. I'm teaching her how to be a functioning person in society, how mm. to be in a relationship. And again, I'm that whole gender role thing. I'm, I'm kind of beyond that anyway. So I don't feel like I'm teaching her how to be a woman. I'm teaching her how to be an adult in a functioning relationship mm. and, and filling whatever role needs to be filled. I'm teaching Sophie, how to change tires and check the oil and all that stuff that you would traditionally be like guy stuff. And I'm teaching Ollie how to cook and how to clean and how to do everything and and do all the traditional women stuff. So I I don't see a difference in raising a child to be an adult. I, I feel like the problem is that we start when you say I need a woman to teach my child how to be a woman. It's because I'm teaching them gender roles. That's that's really the only thing that I could think of that you would say I need that same sex to be able to teach them that gender role, um, which, again, I disagree. With. I I think that you need to learn how to fill your role in the relationship and you need to find a spouse that can fill any of the missing blanks, because that's that's what I think a relationship is, is that filling in the missing pieces. So, I mean, I, I don't get it. Teaching her how to be feminine. Or 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 use her femininity, may, maybe uh, in c- certain situations, because it is she is a woman that's going to be navigating a male dominated world. Mm. I could see something like that from like a mentorship uh, standpoint. Yeah. So I, I, I can kind of I'll give a little flex on that to say, hey, maybe you need to find a, a good mentor to be able to teach you how to d- navigate this this culture, navigate this, you know, corporate um, workplace as a woman and how, how do you kind of do that? And I think we, so I can see that. I think we always have to, and we've admitted on this show before that despite the fact that we consider ourselves like allies to women, we acknowledge sometimes that we still have blind spots because we're not women. And so that's the, the five to 10% that I'm acknowledging that. Yeah. That may be some specific things that only a woman can teach you, but I don't think it's uh, large enough to the point to where a man can't raise a successful woman and vice versa with a woman raising a successful man. So I, I'm pretty much there with you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I think, I think going to that post specifically, it really comes down to a broken woman can't raise a man. That, that is what I will say. Women that have those issues and haven't taken care of those issues and hate all men and all this and that. And they, they, you know, talking like, Oh, my son's my king, and he he. I, this is all I need in my life, and blah 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 blah. That I think you're not going to be able to uh, raise a successful man like that. You about right. to get it? <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> you about to get it? Because I, I know. I mean, the thing is, that's your son. That's not your husband. He's not the man of the house. But hold on. I, but hold on. But the thing about it is, maybe that man. There needs to be a man there to stop that right there. Maybe that man could be like, I get it. You've done such a great job. You do a great job with them. But hey, he's not your king, you know, or and I'm not I'm not I'm just continue. My bad. I'll let you go. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, because, you know, I mean, coming from, you know, I, I, I my dad was in the house. So that that I'm talking from that perspective. But at the same time, 
you know, like you, you guys came from households that that you, you might have been the man of the house for a little while. Um, and, and so I, I'd like to hear your perspective on that, truthfully. So um, it's a weird question. And the reason I started with the, the, the initial quote is I think we hear it. We hear it so much and we've seen it so much. And that's usually the debate. You know, uh, we've had so many strong women help raise men. They can, and I feel like they can raise men. But if we're looking at the the a good caliber of men, you know, I think, like you said, there's a mentorship. There's th- there could potentially be something lacking where you go seek. You know, um, and I'm not talking. And the reason I just left that qu- question open ended is because you went down the gender role thing. If gender role wasn't mentioned, you automatically went gender role. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm saying that was your take on it. I feel like, yeah, there should be. Skylar should be able to do everything that TJ can do. And vice versa. Both I, I cook more in my house than anybody. You know, I've been here in Mobile for the last few days. I've been cooking. You know, I come home, I cook. Um, my mom taught me how to cook. And I think those are valuable tools. But there's just like we keep hearing the conversation where black women are saying black men don't know how to treat them. Black men don't know, know how to uh, appreciate. There's certain things that I think our women are going through that we'll never understand. As much as we try, because we we can we can kind of think sympathize, but we can never empathize because we we haven't been in those situations. We haven't done some of those things and you can kind of write a like an essay on or a, a bullet point list on don't forget this don't forget this don't forget this but when you sit down and you talk about the the being brokenhearted as a young girl because you thought this guy was this or you talk about certain things or some of the challenges of navigating this male dominated world you're coming as coming from a male who's done these things it's not the same as, or potentially, I would think it would be the same as coming from a female who's been through these things. You know, even when we look at, you know, other races trying to empathize with us, we understand and appreciate the fact that they understand, but they'll never truly understand what it's like to be in this situation. And I think we can, a, a good parent can help. And I think the, the most important thing is to raise a successful, strong and respectful human being. I think that's the that's 75 percent of the journey, if not more. But then there's things that. Not necessarily gender roles, but rising, you came from uh, a father who worked his butt off. And your mom was always a hard worker, but she was able to be an entrepreneur because your dad was out there working that nine to five, right? Yeah, exactly. You did the same thing for your wife. You bust your butt to allow her to be able to pursue her dreams and her goals. And that's very rare, but that comes from certain responsibilities that you took on that sometimes will never be appreciated by other people because they've never been in that, the, the, that role. They've never been in that. Like I talk all the time and Z and I have a great conversation about this. There's things that I'll never understand or maybe not appreciate fully 
the challenges she has being a a, a woman, a, a wife and a mother. Or vice versa. Sometimes, you know, some of the things we do don't get appreciated. And, you know, having that father, like, hey, so you're not going to get, you know, you're not. Father's Day is never going to be big, as big as Mother's Day. Just because you're just going to automatically, there's certain things that mother's going to get credit for. Don't take that as a, a, a lack of love or a lack of respect. You know, there's things that that man can teach. If he's been through it, it understands it, that. You know, my mom can say it, but, you know, there's certain she she's never been that way. I know we go, you know, we go we go to the end of the world for my mom for father. I mean, Mother's Day. But, you know, dad might get a card and some socks. If that, you know, and that's just, a, uh, I guess, a very superficial example. But I think there's certain things. That you have to I think you have to go through. And not necessarily gender. And, and I don't know if that's still considered gender roles, but there's experiences. We've talked a lot about respecting other people's experiences um be it male female or vice versa you know there's things that i can i can never understand that my daughter's going to go through i'll never understand it as much as i want to protect you to protect her as logical as i am there's things i'll never be able to understand but there's definitely things i can teach my son as far as you know yeah how to respect a woman and I want to teach my daughter how to respect herself and vice versa. I want to teach my son how to respect himself. But I've never been disrespected as a woman. I've never had to walk around and worry about, I like this outfit, but what are other people going to think? I mean, you and, you, and, you, you may and, not as a woman, but you've had to decide, can I wear this because guys are going to jones on me? Can I wear this because I might fit but, the description? Can I wear... So, so the situations... That I I've, I feel like the empathy part of it is enough to get to that ninety five percent. So I, I I'll give that five percent. I'll give that ten percent. Ninety ninety five percent. I I think you can do it. it it's yeah. It's, but I think that's that's. I think all that's part of being a good a good human. Mm-hmm. But to when you start stepping into that man or uh, woman role, or you know, there's certain things like yeah, we're talking about not fit the description, but. Can I wear this on a date and people think I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hoe? Like me telling, and we always we talk about it. Us telling a woman how to dress. Like so, you're telling your daughter, "Don't wear this because you're gonna people are gonna look you look at you a certain way." Are you telling her that she should prepare herself not to dress a certain way because of what men or other women are gonna think? As a man, aren't you kind of dictating that for you controlling her body and how she looks? No, I'm tell I'm teaching her the scenario and the lay of the land. Like, like that that's the thing, is like there there are there are certain like freedoms that you have. You can do whatever you want, but the results of that are gonna be based on culture, society, how people view you. And I, I am gonna put that out. So I'm not I'm not telling her she can't wear it. I'm saying if you wear here's to some of the the situation that you might uh, encounter. So be prepared for that. And and if she says, I'm cool with that and I still want to wear it. All right, go ahead, baby. You can do it. But I want you to understand that this is a situation that you're walking in. I don't think there's a problem with showing the situation as it is today. We can't be so naive to think that. Oh, just because we feel like equality should be there, we're going to act like it already is. Because those are two different things. So, yes, I am going to tell her, be careful if you think you're going to wear this. If you wear this, here's how that guy might take that. Be be ready for that. 
And be ready to defend yourself, baby. That's why we're going into Kung Fu lessons and karate lessons, because I want you to be able to whip his ass if he get crazy with you. So I'm I'm going to prepare her for those situations. But I, that, I guess that that's where it's hard for me to understand, because resiliency has no gender. Like, I can teach my child to be resilient. I can teach my child to lay of the land. I can teach my child how to read a room, how to read a situation, how to get over a situation. Boys go through heartbreaks just as much as girls do. Um, so don't don't think that, you know, a guy can't teach a girl how to get through heartbreak. Um, you know, it, it's it's just it might be different. She might react differently, but I can teach her resiliency the same is, is my my take on it. Well, I'm not going to debate you too much on this one. I mean, I, I understand everything you're saying. Like, there's there's things that are universal, but I think in in the situation itself, depending on who you are, you have to navigate that room differently. A white man walks in a room in in the exact same room, he's going to be able to navigate that room differently than uh, a black female. I mean, same room, same people. There's differences and. I can't walk in a room and tell you how to navigate the room as a white dude. I, yeah, I, I, I can tell. I can tell you how to, you know, the. I think some of the universal truths in that room, you know, but at the same time, you're right. Like they, they men get their heart, heart heart broken all the time. But I think they're like I said. I was just using that as an example. But I, I do agree with you on the resiliency, and this is something that we had a, a conversation last week. Uh, we had some uh, some police officers jump on a Zoom call with my lamplighters, and something that stuck out with me is uh, one of the officers talked to the boys about having freedom of choice, but not freedom of consequence. So I think that kind of goes to what you were saying about your daughter wearing something. You can do whatever you want to do. You know, you have the freedom to wear what you want, but there's also a freedom of consequence with the things that you do and you can't control that. So um, I kind of that was something that we talked about in in great depth uh, on our last call with them. So I thought that kind of was ran into this this conversation. You know, you you have the freedom to do what you want, but you don't have the freedom to choose the consequences. So, yeah. And and I and and again, like I said, it's I don't think that's happening in a vacuum. I. I I took the question very literally to say, can they do it by themselves? And yeah. yes, I feel like they can do it by themselves, but they can't. It takes a village. Like I'm, my sisters are going to be there for my daughter. My, you know, Jenica's sisters are going to be there for my daughter. So she's going to have those female influences and mentors and, and people to talk to and everything like that. So she has that. But at the same time, day to day, operations of raising my child i think yeah, i can yeah. do it that yeah, and, and so that, that's why but, i don't like i don't like posts like that because they they seem so black and white and and they try to kind of maybe they're there to force the the, the discussion like this. I, think, I think it is it depends on who it is because i think sometimes cause we hear all the times that you know a lot of us are raised by single women and it's a lot of women it's like well i can raise a man i can do this this, this and this and it's like yeah, you can you can you can raise a human being who becomes a man. Um, the questions out are there. Are you pushing your I, I well, I guess as anybody, if you're pushing your ideals of a man on him or whatever the case may be, or your insecurities about men on him as well. Um, but we see that all the time, you know, like. My mom made me the man I am today or whatever the case may be, but a lot of times there are those outliers. And I think what I got out of it is like. 
you might need those help. You can do 90% of the stuff, but I, I, I mentor and there's a lot of great mothers raising sing, single mothers, raising young men in my group. And I applaud them for giving us the opportunity to assist them in that. Mm-hmm. We'll never be the father. We'll never be, you know, we'll never be the mother. We'll never do what, be able to do what she does. And I think we have that conversation about men all the time. You know, mothers raising men and we kind of like, yeah, they can do it. But then when we turn around and have that same conversation about women, it's kind of like, ooh, can a man raise a woman? Well, he ain't going to be able to do this and he ain't going to be sensitive enough to do that. I think my my theory was if you ask that same question to a group of people, more people say, yes, a woman can help a man uh, raise a man. But more people are hesitant that a man could raise a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that, that, I guess that's why I took it being a, a newly single dad. It's like, I, I thought of you. start taking offense to it at that point. Like, look, I, thought of you I, I can instantly. do it. Yeah. yeah. I thought of you instantly. That's the reason I wanted to pose this question because I think that question needs to be out there because I'm pretty sure people were like, so who's going to, what are they going to do with the, what is he going to do with the kids? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, who's gonna, uh, like I swear. <laughs> I know. People literally ask me that. Like, like so, so you're going to be able to take care of the kids. I'm like, they asked me. Well, yeah. So I wanted to put that question out there because if the, the shoe was on the other foot, it'd be no question. You know, it's like, oh yeah, the mom can do it. The dad, you know, because we, we give the mom the credit that she deserves for raising kids and raising men all the time. And I think there's some things that we need to, you know, hey, go out there and help him find mentors and stuff like that. But when it comes to a man, it's like, you know, you can't, you, a man can't do anything. You know, men can't, you know, we can't raise kids. Definitely can't raise girls. Can't keep a house. Can't keep, can't a, keep a You know, yeah, a yeah. lot of it's like, you know, I go back to a, a conversation we had months ago. Was like, that's why you don't see a lot of men in early education. Like they don't want your this young man or this man taking their daughter to the bathroom. They don't want this man doing all this stuff. There's these these preconceived notions that they have about men and raising and rearing kids, and you know, and even you, like you admit it, will need some help doing certain things. That um, and there's talks that maybe you could do, but your will your will your daughter feel comfortable? Because we looked at it as from the parental stance, but will the kids feel comfortable? having that conversation with you. Like, will Sophie, when she when she's deciding to do some things, be able to talk to you the same way she'll be able to talk to Pooh, Gina, or Gigi? You know? So, I digress. My bad. That question I thought was going to be a little quicker than that, but anything else you got for us, Buff? Uh, we've exhausted a lot of time on it, but I will say I do kind of, cr- and I fully understand what Rosie was saying, but I do kind of cringe when he says, you know, if his daughter wears a certain outfit, he's just going to tell her, you know, what the possible consequences are to that. To me, if something happens to her, then you've kind of victim blamed because you, you've already said, hey, this could happen. It happens. And I just, it's, it's not a shot at you because I definitely get what you're saying. We just need more people telling their sons how to act. So Razio yeah. doesn't feel prompted to tell his daughter that because I don't think there's enough of telling these young boys, these young teenagers, hey, I don't care what a woman is wearing. You keep your hands to yourself unless there's a mutual interest and and you know, the right signs are there, but you don't just grab on a woman 
or feel like you can take her because she's wearing something and that's some sort of invite. We've got to teach men how to behave so we don't have to tell our daughters what to wear and what not to wear because they should be able to wear whatever they want. Yeah, you're right. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe we had the men teaching the wrong things to men anyway. So uh, exactly, that's exactly. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I think that's a that's a that's a that's a full circle. I think we we it's a it's a song and dance that we we play together. We we're good at being bad at this. So, <laughs> so uh, I went I went first last week, Ross. So you can take the the next one. I was about to ask. Cool. Good. Yeah, because I um actually I I think it it ties perfectly in with what you said, Ferg, about um you're free to do whatever you want, but not free from consequences of it. And so my question is, I don't know if y'all saw that uh hold on it. I just lost it. There it is. Okay. So in California, a high school teacher was fired from teaching because she had an OnlyFans. So Two question, a two part question, and I'll my second part after I get your initial responses to this is: Do you think it's okay for people to do side hustles and stuff that are, you know, it, it's it's their business, it's it's private. People have to pay to be able to uh, to watch it uh, and still have a primary corporate life as long as they keep them separately. Uh, yes, but I'm pretty liberal when it comes to that so yes so you cool with your teacher having a uh, your kids teacher jasmine's teacher got an only fans yeah ja- so, but jasmine shouldn't know about that you know what i'm saying and uh yeah so yeah 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 i'm good with it what about you Ferg? <laughs> i'm kind of torn like the 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 progressive side says yes but also when you have some i think i think it comes down to the responsibility so, Rizzi as a banker, having an OnlyFans page, really doesn't matter, you know? But Rizzi as a teacher, who I'm entrusting with my kids, I, I, I might challenge that a little bit because you, I guarantee they found that OnlyFans page now. I mean, it's it's 2020. All you got to do is Google your teacher and all of a sudden you've... you've you have all their access. Well, how are they paying to get the access? Same way they pay for all these apps and stuff on their cell phones and anything. They don't have a credit card. Well, mine doesn't. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the, I, I, the same way, if Jazz, can Jasmine buy an app on uh, her phone or it's gonna, her iPad? It's going to alert me if she does. And that's that's di- that's different because that's usually like save information. OnlyFans is not going to have your save credit card information for them to just click buy or access. I have well, however OnlyFans works. <laughs> I, 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 don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been OnlyFans. I don't have an OnlyFans account. I don't subscribe to anybody. I don't follow anybody. So I wouldn't know. I'm just assuming. So that shows my ignorance. My bad. You know what I'm saying? So. um I feel like you have the right. It's just once again, I guess, back to my comment. I guess you have the freedom to do what you want, yeah. you know. But if people find out and they feel a certain way, you know, <laughs> she, she, the parents have the right to say, "Hey, I don't feel like this is appropriate for my teacher, right. or the teacher of my child, and I feel like I want somebody that's uh, a little more responsible, right, wrong, or indifferent." That that is, you know, the parents have the right to say that. Yeah. She definitely and if they want to pull the kids out of that school or that class. That's 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 their right. 
you know, you you just you you made a conscious decision to do this. Um, and so they made a conscious decision decision to respond. Yeah, that that's I w- that's why I brought it up because I'm I'm really torn on it as well. It's like the progressive side of me is like, yes, she can have an OnlyFans. She's an adult, and and we all do sexual things. And if that's what she wants to do, then you know, oh well. And but at the same time, like you said, the kids can Google it. They can Google, and it's not like if she's got an OnlyFans, she's probably going to have it where you can see her OnlyFans if you Google her name, right? Uh, so now she might have like a code name or whatever on, on OnlyFans. And so her, it's not showing up in her normal Google search. So that's my thing is I, if she if they can't find her on a Google search and it is private, I, I think it's, I, I hate to say, it, I feel like it's better or it's more acceptable for like a, a elementary school or like a middle schooler. But I feel like if, if they're in high school, if she's a high school teacher, I really do feel like it's kind of inappropriate because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you now, if the internet was around when we were in high school and one of our high school teachers had an only fan, we would have found it. Shout out Miss Sutton. Check this out though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> check this out. So do y'all just have an issue with your kids finding pictures of your teacher? Because if they're Googling that kind of stuff, they're already Googling other stuff where they can. So they're not seeing anything they haven't seen before or not already trying to see. So it sounds like the difference is you just don't want them. So to me, it's just if the teacher can deal with the scrutiny uh, or the, the snickering or whatever the kids may do by finding that, that's on her. But I'm, I'm trying to see why you would have an issue with your kid finding certain pictures of their teacher. If she's if she's not bringing only fans to the classroom she or he. And she or he, correct. Thank you for that. And he or she is a great teacher. Then and your your child Google pictures and, and found them. That it's not like they're gonna find those pictures and never look for them again or have never looked looked before. They've already done that stuff before. So you just need to talk to them about what they're seeing and why they should or should not be doing it. Uh yeah. So yeah, I have a problem because it's that teacher. I think once again, it goes back to that level of responsibility in the way I I, I would hope that they view, they view authority figures or people who are supposed to be teaching or, or leading them, you know? Um, so you guys, I can, I can, you guys, it seems like on past episodes, you guys have not had a problem with men or women uh being comfortable with their sexuality now it's like some type of degrading thing if they do it no sexual no, no, like sexuality I, I, is different sexuality is different than having a, to me having only only fans pay. like she could be well only fans doesn't automatically mean new i guess in this case uh that's what right but only fans it's like it, it's almost like it can be tutorial i mean youtube tutorials on there like it's not just stripping or sex or whatever don't 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 pay from my my understanding of OnlyFans and the discussion we're having, I'm thinking this is a, as of sexual nature. So it's yeah, it's it may, maybe from, it's sexually suggestive. It may not be full on porn. It sounds like you need to look at the behavior of your kids if they're looking into that. But I wouldn't call. I I doubt. I probably have an issue with it, but I doubt I call for the the firing of that teacher. Yeah. 
I, but like you said, I, I would have a conversation with so. the kids. Why, why were you even looking for that? Yada, yada, yada. Um, what what know, kid but, wouldn't? So it might have been, they might have been, I think we got to be realistic too. What kid wouldn't? Jasmine not, might not have been the person who found it. It could have been, it could have been Rizzy searching OnlyFans and say, ain't that Miss Sutton? <laughs> ain't that, ain't that not our teacher? Only Miss Sutton ended up being on OnlyFans. Because if it was Miss Sutton, I would have looked. I would have looked. And then, baby, ain't this Miss Sutton? And so you call me and like, you know Miss Sutton on it? And Sky overhears it. Miss Sutton on OnlyFans. Hey, do y'all know what OnlyFans is? I heard my daddy say Miss Sutton's on OnlyFans. OnlyFans, Miss Sutton. And now it gets to Jasmine. Jasmine wasn't intentionally going around searching for stuff, but you would we would all like, oh, Miss Sutton's on OnlyFans. Like, you want to figure out what this is, what's going on. And now that's how I think a lot of rumors spread. It's not just everybody's like, all we've. Maybe, maybe, maybe that opens up the discussion about sexuality and and mm-hmm. and yeah, you I, talk I, to I, your child about I, sexuality I, 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 and I'm, I'm, and I'm how still, she's I'm an still adult. Having an issue on like what is the problem? I, I think there's certain people in my my child circle and my my family circle of trust that I I want my kids to view a certain way. Like we can go we can go out tonight and uh, go out somewhere and see a, a a drunk on the sidewalk, you know. Full or crackhead, hey, that's that's real life. People get drunk, people get on drugs. But I'm not going to come in my house or expose my kids to people that bring crackheads in their circle or drunks or alcoholics in their circle. They're not going to see that that type of behavior, and so I don't want them to see that for people that I say, hey, I trust them to be around you. I trust them to do certain things. I don't want that. I don't want that to be their exposure into sexuality. So they can Google other new pics, but just not their teacher. Well, if they're Googling that, that might be a fantasy. But when, when it's like close, to, I don't want to bring that that close to home. I don't want that to, that to be that close I, home. You're teaching a responsibility. Byron, you're kind of swaying me. Like I said, I was torn, but you're swaying me to, I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's one of those things that now the school probably has, they're, they're probably going to get fired because the school probably has some morality calls yeah, and she had to, in their contract. She had to have known it was a risk. Like having it on, and that's the thing. But if there's a risk, why is there a risk? Because people have your mentality and don't think it's acceptable. Because because you already know though, but you 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 made that decision. But we like like the like the last topic when we say quote women shouldn't wear certain things, but that's not the woman's fault. That's the behavior of the predatory man that takes advantage of that. Okay, you need to tell you need to tell your child adults are allowed to do adult things. Okay. Her creating an OnlyFans page that we're just assuming in a situation is sexual. For our 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 are we, are we, are we yes, yes, for our yes, case, correct, yeah. Correct. For we'll, our yeah, case, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's making that decision. Right. And she's and she's 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 she's, 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 she's doing, it, she's she's doing she's, it on a website that's not for kids, that you are supposed to be of a certain age to access, that you have to have a credit card payment to access. So again, She's done her part. It's not like she's just posting them on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So if your child access that or your the the friends of your child access that and they find it, and they, that's on and, and them. They, okay? But they bring that to Jasmine. Okay. Jasmine because like, because hey, adult, adult, adults cannot just we we're allowed to do adult things in an adult atmosphere. And she's in an adult atmosphere where kids shouldn't be. So if your child, like, like if your child sneaks in the strip club, you're going to blame the strip club? 
need to blame your child. They should have better laws. They should have. They should check IDs better, bro. Man, they, they do. They make. That's they make good fake IDs. IDs. Yeah, they make good fake IDs. But I'm saying, if my child brought the strip club to your house, because what happened is it doesn't have to be your child accessing. It's it's, it's just the fact that Sophie found Miss Sutton. And brought it to Jasmine. Okay, so Sophie. Sophie got so, right to the so, car, so, yeah. brought it to Jasmine. Hey, have you seen Miss Sudden? And now all of a sudden, Jasmine's been exposed to so- Sophie. So Sophie should be in trouble for taking Razio's car. That, that, that's true. First off. And, but how does it and, affect and Jasmine and your conversation, with, your relationship with, in that house? With, Not relationship, but like. With all of the free nonsense that you can find, like they have seen it before. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's where the conversation needs to come in about just that behavior in general. But it's just... Not- Is that conversation different? What's that out? Is that conversation different? If seeing, insert random stripper, porn star, OnlyFans page person here versus her teacher. Is that the exact same conversation? I don't... Other, other than the fact that that's her teacher and, you know, hey, listen... At the end of the day, she's your teacher. You still need to pay attention. You still need to uh, study and get good grades. That has nothing to do with you. Why were you on that site in the first place? And, I wasn't. Sophie brought it to me. Okay. And once you saw it, that should have been it. You should have turned away from it. I did, Daddy. But I saw Miss So I saw Miss Sutton, and I'm trying to understand why my teacher. Oh well, then yeah, we can we can talk yeah. about that. Yeah, that, that yeah. that's what being a parent is. That's what being a parent is. You. Teach your child about situations that you don't necessarily plan for. I agree. But certain situations, showing them random pornography versus, hey, your, your teacher? I mean, to a, me different. a titty but is hey. a titty. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. I mean... <laughs> So I I didn't think that, I didn't think the first part would go this long. Um, oh, the second part. So there's a second part oh, to wow. this. Oh wow! Oh, man, I'm not even gonna answer the second part. So yeah, the second part's even probably closer to home. So say one of your friends wanted to set up a, a OnlyFans account, um, like female friends, right? Like we we all have female friends, mm-hmm. um, and and they're doing it to supplement their income or whatever. Would you subscribe to that OnlyFans to support your friend? Because we ask all of our friends to come subscribe to our podcast, <laughs> come support us, yada yada yada. Would you subscribe to your friend's uh, OnlyFans? Um, uh, and, and and I mean, talk to your your wives about that. Maybe even let them be the ones to subscribe, so that you like. Look, I don't even want the uh, I don't even want the login. I, I just want to support. I want to give them my little five dollars a month or whatever, uh, and and get their little subscriber count up. So. We're gonna give them the little five dollars a month. Like, would y'all do that? Uh, uh, well, I know for my spouse that's gonna be uh, a no, but I have no problem with if, if y'all want to do that. But no, they'll have my support. <laughs> but uh, well, you, you said you don't have to necessarily like watch, just like I guess what pay the monthly uh, subscription. Because yeah. does it does it help? Well, I, I guess do they know. need the number. Because could I send them five dollars? I know how. I once again, I don't know how OnlyFans works. So could I send them the five dollars, or do they? I need mean, the I mean, you, you you could, but you need the follows. Like that's that's like folks like yeah, I I um just send me the link to y'all podcast. I'll listen to it outside the uh, numbers, but 
you know, there's a certain amount of clout that comes with having so many subscribers. You start getting other stuff to it. I mean, the same way with us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we get enough listens, then we get other um, sponsors and yada, yada, yada. So having those subscribers makes a big difference. So that one extra subscriber is a big deal for them uh, uh, for that platform. Yeah, I could do that. I, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would bring it up to Z if she saw if she saw an issue with it, honestly. And I might even make a try to make another case. I might, you know, rebuttal. But if it, if it got to the point where she saw an issue with it, it's not worth it. I would be willing to try to support just because, you know, but if, if it was, was going to cause trouble in my house, not worth it. Agreed. Agreed. Gotcha. Yep. 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 Rise, are you about to start the OnlyFans page? Is that what it is? No, no, no. But <laughs> I know, I know a couple. I I know a couple friends that have OnlyFans, and uh, I, I was like, or? no, no, chicks. And I was like, you know, at one case, at one point, I was like, yo, what? Let me know what it is. I'll subscribe. Not necessarily because I'm a watch or whatever, but I understand how subscription based content works so they didn't ask you you volunteered no no we were just talking and i was like yeah so i I was just like yeah you know they were they were like i'm thinking about doing it and i was like cool let me know i'll i'll subscribe that's funny so it was like that (laughs) and and so it's one of those things man like you know not necessarily to watch the content but it's because they the homie i'm gonna subscribe Oh man, interesting. Do we have time for one more? Or we need to cut the show. No, I think we're good, man. All right, all right. So, my question requires me to uh, read this uh, post. You guys may have seen it because we're friends with this person, uh, but it ties into my overall question. And so, the post says, "Why men don't marry?" And it says because there's nothing in it for them. What exactly does marriage offer men today? Men know there's a good chance they'll lose their friends, their respect, space, sex life, their money. If it all goes wrong, their family. They don't want to enter into a legal contract with someone who could effectively take half their savings, pension, and property when the honeymoon period is over. Men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried or being committed phobes. They're being smart. Unlike women, men lose all power after they say I do, their masculinity dies too. That last part made me crack up. Um, yeah. So I, I read that because, you know, uh, one of our favorite producers and rappers from back in the day, Dr. Dre, who is uh, reportedly worth $800 million, thanks to his Beats by Dre deal with Apple. Him and his wife of 24 years, Nicole Young, are getting a divorce. And... Uh, she came out where well, it was leaked, I guess, or whatever, of how much she's temporarily asking for, which is two million dollars a month. And we will get into whether or not she deserves the spousal support and all that. But some of the things that made me chuckle because they broke down this two hundred million dollars a month was the nine hundred thousand dollars a month for entertainment. $125,000 a month for charity. 20000 a month for email and cell phone. Like, I didn't know email cost money, but okay, I learned something. 60000 for tuition and living. And I'm like, is she in college? Because the kids are grown. I believe they're out of college. Uh, but that part was funny to me. And of course, the gender wars broke out on whether or not she deserved that. And believe it or not, there were men and women on both sides. There were some men that agreed she deserves it. There were some women that agreed she did not deserve it. So my question to you guys is, 
is, I guess, divorce court, so to speak. Is that the one, because we talk about male privilege a lot on the show. Is that the one time that women have the advantage when it comes to uh, spousal support and divorce court and all that stuff? And specifically in this case, do you guys think Nicole Young deserves half of Andre Young's $800 million? Man, I feel like that post is something I wrote maybe 10 years ago. Because, you know, I was Mr. Anti-Marriage for those reasons exactly. You know, because we hear all those happy wife, happy life, is cheaper to keep her and stuff like that. And you rarely hear anything that says anything about the man's overall well-being and happiness. You know, even, even the closest thing we got is make him feel like this or, you know, it's almost like make believe, like make him feel like a king, but he ain't really a king. You know, like just kind of make him feel like that. So I get it. And I think the system's set up to protect women in these situations because of historical value. Uh, is God, I think it needs to be revamped because I think when these laws were created, men were just getting up, walking out and just leaving women with three, four kids and moving across town and they'll never see them again. So the, a lot of these things made sense. And I think um, as a husband, as a father, there are certain responsibilities that you uh, you inherited. You know, I'm a big proponent of my last name. That's why we go by Team Ferg is because once you take on my last name, I you're part of my crew, my family, and I promise to take care of you. Now, that doesn't mean I promise to spoil you and let you get over all the time, but I promise to take care. You're, you're going to be OK. You know, even if I'm not here, you're going to be OK. You're under our protection. I think it's set up and I think but we just need to we need to revamp it that we need to re- look at it again. You know, but, half what's what was about to say. No, no, I was just going to say oh, why when it works for it really does work for, like you said, those people that are just walking out, leaving three kids, yada, yada, yada. Like the system works. It's just when you're talking about a guy that makes over 20 million dollars a year um, <laughs> in income. I don't even think that. I think right now, or, I don't, or I don't, like eight hundred, uh, like way more than that, right? Because there, she's asking for twenty million a year, basically. So his income is way higher than that. She's she's not even asking. That's her alimony or spousal support. That's not even. He, she's not even getting half of what he actually has. Uh, but yeah, so I'm looking at. I look at me. I think about it, and I don't know what it would be if something happened to me and Z today. But if she got half. That that that's crazy. Like, that's crazy to like our, my living style as well. Like, yes, she should be protecting and taking care of. But now. It, and it sounds selfish. Like, what about me? Like, you I still have. have. Like, nah. like, like the, the thing is, she helped you build everything. You say you say <laughs> team Ferg, team Ferg. She helped you build everything that you guys have. Y'all built that together. Yes. And so y'all split. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. she get half? Because think about, first of all, right now, my wife has afforded the opportunity to, uh, and COVID really has helped her to be a stay-at-home mother and a homemaker and stuff like that. But let's say she was working again. So she's going to get my half and full what she has, all of what she has. Right? Is that how that works? No. Y'all, y'all would split all assets. She would get half. You would get half. No, she her, would take her, her salary. She'd get her income, and then you get your income. 
So we let's say the household income is two hundred thousand dollars a year. No matter how it was split, she get a hundred thousand, I get a hundred thousand. No, they don't split income. No, that's no, what I'm that's, saying. Yeah, so they that's my thing. Income. So I'm saying, let's say I made one hundred and fifty, and she made fifty. So now I got to give her seventy five thousand. She still gets her fifty thousand, and now I'm de- I'm stuck with seventy. So she has one hundred twenty five thousand. But does it work like that if the if the spouse no. is working? If like in this case, Nicole wasn't working. Doesn't this usually apply like for a spouse that doesn't work, that was a homemaker, a stay at home mom? She mm-hmm. gets half. Right. And, right. Just, and she doesn't and, get half. Like, like, like we're, we're, we keep saying half. She doesn't get half of the income. She gets half of the assets, meaning that the house, the cars, the, the, the retirement accounts, all that stuff that he was able to go out and build while she was taking care of the house. Because I always say it, and a lot of people say it, I'm able to go and concentrate on work because you take care of the house. I'm able to do that and ignore, basically essentially ignore my kids because I know you got them. I know that they're taken care of. And that, so that's, that's not always the case though. You, 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 and I think Jen are a rare case. I, you know, you look at some of these houses, especially with a lot of these women who don't work or, you know, they haven't, I know, I know people who've done this and have, have had nannies. Husband's yeah. working, they got kids and they got a nanny. Watch that Black AF episode, like <laughs> about that. She literally talks about that on, on that Black AF episode. Like the thing about it is, exactly. She had a nanny. He supported that. He provided that. And now that they are they are divorcing, she, he she he wants to change her lifestyle. That's what alimony is. Alimony is you provided this certain lifestyle for me as a housewife and. Because we're divorcing, you will continue to provide this type and of I, and I, and I, lifestyle I totally for me. I totally disagree with that. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm, I'm you are for this lifestyle because we were together. Not because you, we were together. So if you didn't have to work for 10, 15 years, call it a blessing. You know, like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want my wife to be worried about the bills and all this stuff. But so now I have to maintain, it didn't work out. First thing, you cut off. You cut off. <laughs> no, 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 for you. I, I, I tell you all the time. I would never cut her off. I am. Uh, she is a big part of where I, why I'm, why I'm, where I'm at today. But I still have to maintain my life too. Like I work hard to make, get this life for us. I can't maintain my life, but you can maintain yours. Yeah, alimony doesn't work. Like you're not getting half. She's not getting half of his income. Like it is going to be a small part of his income. So we've had to sell the house and all this stuff. I get that, you know, like we had to split the assets, but I don't think that's what people say. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Maybe I haven't looked into it enough. I just knew half didn't sound right to me. And I was anti-marriage because of that, because if it doesn't work, 50% of marriages end in marriage, divorce. Yeah. And then I think, and you're saying the system works on paper, but when you, when you, when I think um, a lot of women are able to leverage that, to get their position. Like, I don't have to keep you happy because if you know this doesn't work, I'm getting half. So you best play the best, best play the game, keep me happy, and you get to keep your little half. There's men that want out today, but they know it's cheaper to keep her. They, that's they, it for they, a reason. They picked the wrong chick then. But that's just, the system sets them up that way. But, but that, 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 regardless, you got you went into that situation, you picked the wrong chick. And and I'm sorry, uh, like Dr. Dre didn't get his prenuptial worked out before he thought he did and he didn't. So the system works. And that's why there's that option for that prenuptial agreement. 
that hey, screw what Roger Taylor said. No, assets. no, 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 so, no. So, and no, and at two million dollars a month, <laughs> I'm just saying nine hundred thousand dollars for entertainment. One hundred and twenty hey, thousand dollars. She's doing. Maybe I, she. Maybe she throws parties I every don't weekend, care. and that's a, that's what she's used to because that's what she used to do, <laughs> and she wants to continue to do it. I don't and know. You, I don't that, care. But the that, thing about not, it is, she's making that case nope. because that's what they have Bull, been doing in bullshit. that house while dying, he's gone. And laughing. so, and then and, and and talk about the email and everything. Maybe she has a private server. And and that's how she much better, it costs to maintain that server for the emails and everything go, else, go so that their stuff don't leak. That's why we don't have no naked pictures of Doctor Dre White. Gmail. I don't know, but that's where that is. Go get that, Gmail, no. bro. Look, man. So you just gonna cut it off. Me, you just gonna yeah, cut off. Let me, let me let me let me add some context. So for one, uh, he I think from what I read, he had a prenup. He has a prenup, but she says he forced her to sign it. And then about three years in the marriage, he felt bad about it and he tore up the copies and they had a verbal understanding that he would definitely compensate her if they ever divorced or whatever. So that's what she's saying. She's also saying Sounds good. and because of his history, you have to kind of somewhat you can't completely ignore it. But she says he put her out of their house in the middle of the night in a drunken rage and then threatened to sell the other properties so she couldn't live in those as well. Uh, here's my thing, because I love Fur's take on it. It reminds me of that Chris Rock joke. He's like, you know, alimony pretty much for a woman is because you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle. You go to a steak restaurant, I'm accustomed to eating steak. But when I leave that mother bleeper, they ain't going to just keep giving me steak. So that's kind of how Ferg is looking at it. Like, look, you ain't steak, you ain't, you ain't steak every day, <laughs> though. Like, say thank you and keep keep on trucking, dude. If the shoe is on the other foot, and this is how I take it: if the shoe's on the other foot, and I didn't have to work for ten years, fifteen years, twenty years. Kids are raised out of the house; all things are paid for, and it's like, well, bro, you know, like, um, I. But, but you say you, you, you might say, have to work. You might have to work, but you ain't about to. You ain't about to have nine hundred thousand of dollar a month um, parties. You ain't about to have uh, no, no. But I get that. But I'm saying you're saying she didn't have to work and stuff like that. But if it was an understanding that they had that she wouldn't work, so it's not necessarily yeah, that she didn't have to work. A lot, a, um, a lot. It could literally be that she could have been maybe not a Dr. Dre, but she could have been a successful person making six <sighs> figures, seven figures a year. Um, you know, if she had stayed in her career, if she had continued I'm, on where she down her path. I'm, I'm going to lose a lot it. of listeners on this, bro. I saw somebody make a post on that. It's like, we always hear this shit about she made him. If she made him, why didn't she make herself? Well, here's the thing. Why, 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 don't, they have million, why don't they have 800 million times two? A couple reasons. For well, one, a no, lot of times, I understand that's a lot like of times people like Dr. Like, Dre uh, don't want their women to work. Like they, they put in, I don't want you. I'm out here grinding for both of us. You take care of home. Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of times women to support their man, like they can go out there. They could, they could do their own. They could, they could pursue a, a medical degree or entertainment uh, venture or whatever. But in order to support their spouse, they stay home and take care of home. So if it's that type of situation, then you're definitely entitled to some alimony. If kids are involved definitely. as well, but I think you're, take care I think kids, you're take talking care about an extreme case for her to where a woman is just like, yeah, she's raising the kids, but you're paying for a nanny to do that throughout the day. You're paying for a chef to cook the meal. So she's literally just 
getting her nails done and going out drinking with her friends. Like an extreme case like that, I I guess. But I think it was set up so that women can't be taken advantage of that. A man can go out here and make all this money and amass all this wealth. And then when he's tired of his woman, just leave her with nothing and move on to the next. So I agree with that. That's why I said the system worked. The system was set up to work. And this was when also a lot of women cannot go out and work. So that, that's the thing you have, especially in the black community. Most women are making more than men right now. Yeah. Um, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't be eligible for alimony. Like that, that, that's the thing is those women that do do that aren't eligible for alimony. The women we're talking about are the women that continue to stay in the house. One reason or the other, whether they want to do it or whether the uh, husband wants them to do it. And if they choose to stay in the house and, and be that housewife and the husband gives that type of, um, you know, lifestyle, then at that point that we divorce, because a lot of times it's because that husband went out and cheated. And I think that's why Dr. Dre and that's why they're getting a divorce. Right. Is that it's like you're, Dr. You're, Dre went out you're, and cheated. You're assuming and, you're assuming no, in I, these cases. I, I, no, you're, I mean, you're, you're taking her side just, just off rip because he he's wrong. I'm not. No, so I she, mean, you're saying most of these most of these cases. That's what you just said. Most of these cases. And so. And I'm and I we already had a conversation about me and uh my beliefs on infidelity. Uh I think that's only part of a lot of times that's only part of the problem. You know, it's like we see that as a deal breaker, but there are, are there other things going on in that household that leads either person, because I'm not talking about men men cheating, I'm talking about women cheating too. Like I think it would take a hell of a lot for my wife to go out and cheat on me. And if I divorce her because she cheated on me. If I if I took took a look at myself, it's probably because I didn't pay her enough attention. I had this attitude. I belittled her. Like there's other things that lead to that, but I'm getting divorced because she cheated. And then all of a sudden, that is the can't believe he cheated on her. She did this, 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 and this. It's we got to there's there's deeper levels to that. But I was just saying you're projecting. You just said uh, uh, most situations men were cheating. I disagree. Continue. Okay. What you got? No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good, Ferg. No, I'm good. No, I, no. I, I, think, I think we've all we're 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 talking yeah. circular logic at this point I, I, and, and just I, rehashing I, what we already see. I'll just say because I'm not privy to their exact circumstances. I just I don't I don't I don't want to be the one to say whether or not she deserves or doesn't deserve. I just thought the two million dollar a month breakdown was funny. Like the fact that Crazy. you put nine hundred thousand dollars a month for entertainment, like. Are you flying in Beyonce and 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 other artists every week to perform for you? Like, what are you doing? I just thought that was funny. But hey, man, listen, yeah. get your, you know, you, you, you can't get what you don't ask for, and she she's asking. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you're right. You're right on that. So she might have a negotiation. She might get half of that, or whatever the case may be. And let me make this very clear. I never want men or anybody in the marriage to be, if it doesn't work out, to be stuck out there looking bad. If something happened with my wife, I would make sure she was taken care of. Um, but I don't think one person should get o- should get over and it leaves the other person in a bad situation either way. Now, neither one of us, because we're not together, we're a team, we're, we're stronger as two, we have a better life together. Now, once we split up, both of us can't maintain that life. I should be able to maintain that same life and she shouldn't be able to maintain that same life just because it didn't work. And I think that's the fear of a lot of men. It doesn't work. And you get the most times you're going to might be able to get the house, the car, the kids, 
all this stuff. And I have to restart. And yeah, I don't even think it's funny. I don't even think we actually answered the question about why me and like why men think they, they, didn't they shouldn't go. He didn't, ask he didn't ask that question. <laughs> you know, you know, and that was my thing. Like when he was quoting, I'm like, I think that's the reason. I think it's the fact that my fear was if this doesn't work, I'm I'm, I'm screwed. Like yeah. you know, I'm gonna lose my wife, my kids. You know, if the wife keeps the kids. And she's a primary provider of that, you know, the house. I'm losing the majority of my my lifestyle. And we we always say you should assign a prenup, but it's got to be incredibly uncomfortable to, yeah. you know, you didn't propose to this woman. You didn't tell her I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But hey, um, before we go to this church, I need you to sign these papers right here. So maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe, that's got to be incredibly you know, uncomfortable, man. And the thing about it, because the thing about it is, the the, the prenup, the rebuttal to prenup is, well, you you you're going in thinking this isn't going to work. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe that's a conversation you should have at the beginning of the dates when you start dating. You get somewhat serious. Like, hey, if this ever gets to the point where we decide to get married, let's agree before we get too deep into this to sign a prenup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's because like I think uh, I think one of the beautiful things about Z and I is we talked about a lot of stuff before we got married. You know about finances, about health, about staying in shape, about sex, all that stuff. So when we got married or before we got married, like these weren't like, well, you know, these are my expectations. Now it's like, hey, these are things we've been talking about for two, three years, and I'm not pulling, I'm not pulling them up at the last minute. You know, throwing a, a curveball, but you know. I agree with you, Rise. I always want them to take be taken care of, but I just feel like there's, I just have a hard time buying into that. Well, you got to custom to this way of life, so you should maintain it. Screw me maintaining anything. It's all about you maintaining, and that that's that's a tough pill for me to swallow. You know, I, yeah. I can't accept. And, and, I'm gonna buy it on the state and the I'll let you know, though, Most times, alimony uh, agreements aren't forever either. So a shoot. lot of times they, they have like a five or a 10 year expiration. And it's so that that person can go back and build their life again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's, off, and that's based off of the, the, you know, 10 years, 15 years that they've been kind of being that housewife or that house husband, if in any situation, because I think there was a couple um, of instances of like males getting alimony and people were like, I think, what was it? Like Britney's old husband Mary, was getting it. Mary J. Blige's too, I think. Yeah. Mary mm-hmm. J. Blige's husband. Yeah. Like, so yeah, it's that same issue there too. Like the men are like, look, I, I was, I was there supporting you. I was coming out on tour with you because that's what you wanted me to do. And, and just you were a dancer. Who's a dancer? By, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> the reaction is vastly different when men are asking famous women for alimony. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. we, we can say that for a different episode. And that's my thing. Like, I, I feel like it's, I'm very, if you got a, a nice break, you know, a nice way of life, uh, the life that most people would have dreamed of, you know, I don't know. In that time period, you, would, would, you could have done, you know, maybe done something more for yourself as well. You know, I think it's all about choices. You chose to pour into this person 100%. And didn't grow in certain aspects. And so you set yourself up for failure when it came to, potentially set yourself up for failure when it came to things like that. Now, to anybody out there getting alimony and stuff like that, and your your stuff is reasonable, and you're out here grinding and doing what you're doing, more power to you. I never said I'm not saying that you should not get anything or be struggling, but I think it should all be reasonable. 
you know? So I'll be hated. I think this is the second time. No, they hated Rizzy earlier. They're going to help me. You're good now, Rizzy. I know, I know. You overshadowed my, yeah, <laughs> my yeah. stuff. I'm yeah, good. You're good now. <laughs> so, Byron, how long before you get the, the, the people to hate you too? I, I, th- I think people pretty much don't pay me much attention. It's just like, oh, that's just buff. It's, it's you two on the, on the opposite side. So it's like you either love Rising and hate Ferg or love Ferg and hate Rising. They don't pay me. Mainly no. love Rising and hate Ferg. Yeah. So. You, you, the, right. middle, you the middle child, Byron? Yeah, they don't pay me no mind. <laughs> All right. What we got, fellas? Let's, let's go ahead and close this episode out. Uh, I just want to say, man, um, so... I've I've frequently mentioned how much I uh, listen to Bomani Jones and I like him. It was just kind of cool after we recorded last week's episode. The very next day, I listened to his appearance on the Dan Lepitar show. And just to hear him make the same points that I had made, like how hard the women in the NBA were going, the WNBA, like how they were going harder than the men. And just how racism is pretty much the umbrella of all of these racial problems we have and like when people say oh just go vote that's not the answer because the white man didn't thought of that why you think they've made it so hard for us to consistently vote why you think they try to suppress it so it's more than just go vote like we really need to acknowledge that white people have a problem with black people gaining and they will do everything they can whether it's redistricting whether it's gerrymandering redlining they will do whatever they can to uh, try to suppress and stop us. So it was just kind of cool to hear him make some of the exact same points I made. Also, I just want to give a shout out to Kristen Bracy, a.k.a. Anna Baraka, De La Cruz. I always forget her social media name, but she appeared on my other podcast, Political Entertaining. Enjoy having you on. Appreciate you coming on. And uh, just a good, good, good little interview. So check that out uh, on Politically Entertaining. Yeah. And um, you talked about redlining and redistricting and gerrymandering. um, And I just want to reiterate November's coming up and it's time to vote. And if you guys don't know, this voting cycle will put in all of your local and state and government or or federal um, positions that will do the next bicentennial redistricting so the whole gerrymandering excuse and and discussion comes from this group so you need to make sure you go out and vote and put in people that you feel like are going to draw like all the districts that are going to help you out or or be able to redistrict a little bit better because they're going to gerrymander uh, like Wisconsin I think is the most gerrymandered state in the nation and at one point they lost a popular vote like 70% to 40% uh, for Democrat, Democrat to Republican. But at the same time, all the Republicans, um, they won the state legislature by like 60% to, to 40%. So they have gerrymandered it so bad that, you know, the federal government and watchdogs say that they have a less stable government than some developing nations. So, Guys, be serious about that. Go out, go vote in November. Be ready. If you haven't registered to vote, there's still time to uh, register to vote for the general election. So make sure you go do that because this isn't just about the presidency. It's just not about the state or the um, federal 
uh, positions. It's also about your state positions as well. So you need to try to get a government in that's actually going to work for you. That's all I got. Well, I'm going to keep mine short and almost selfish. I'm apologizing and cover my right now. Baby, you know I'm always going to do right by you. So when you listen to this podcast, you know, I got you. Nope. Z, you cut off. <laughs> no, we've had this conversation. I just, I just want, I don't want her to feel like I'm showing out in front of people. But she knows how I feel about it. We've had this conversation. We had this conversation. You know how I am. We had this conversation mm-hmm. before we got married because I was scared of marriage. So, um, yeah. But I stand by my, my, my stance. But, no, uh, it is September and looking forward to what beautiful paradox coming out was is it this week or next week september 13th so next week yeah so next oh the following monday so i thought it was this upcoming week so all right ladies can't wait to hear that podcast get ready to check it out people once again this is three brothers no sense y'all want to take it anybody oh that's you that's all you (laughs) (laughs) listen like share subscribe comment and most importantly listen again three brothers no sense see you next week